Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. This is a special show. Is it? Yeah. It's in memoriam for my right ring finger fingertip. Yes. Yes. We had a slight incident uh, on Monday evening where I lopped it off. Wow. I mean, you're making it sound like it's like, you know, the tip of your finger. It's the fleshy part with the fingerprint on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, you're called your fingertip. I know. But sometimes like your fingertip could be like the end with like your nail on it. It's not that part. Okay. So if I can give anyone some advice, it's always use the protective guard when you're using a mandolin slicer. Yeah. Or just throw yours away like Tony just did. Exactly. Let's head over to the Disney parks blogs where things are not as sharp. (laughs) Uh, The run Disney, um, Marathon now has the medals released. That's right. The medals for the 2022 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend have been revealed by Run Disney. And this year's medals, uh, let's see, there is a 5K medal, which um, is... um, Is that Coco? Coco, Miguel, in his uh, Dia de los Muertos form. The 10K medal is uh, related to Raya uh, from uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. The half marathon is uh, Joe Gardner from Disney Soul. I'm sorry, Disney Pixar Soul. And the two-course challenge uh, is a folding medal that opens up to reveal uh, Genie. So if you do uh, both challenges and 19.3 miles, you get the special medal. So this race takes place when? Uh, It does not say. In 2022. In 2022. All Mm -hmm. right. So if you're going to be at the... Wine and Dine Half Marathon, uh, you now know what your medals will look like. Okay. Um, what else? Still staying at the Disney Parks blog. Um, they are talking about Dole Whip, one of everyone's favorite treats. Um, and along with uh, Dole Whips, they have uh, some ukulele-styled Disney music that's available. That's right. They've got a recipe and a uh, ukulele music. So don't forget that uh, Dole Whip Day is Thursday, July 21st. It's being celebrated in the parks from July 21st through July 24th. Uh, The uh, Dole Whip was introduced at Magic Kingdom Park in 1984, and it was originally called the Dole Pineapple Whip. Um, So they have a recipe to create a frozen pineapple treat inspired by Dole Whip, um, and that is on here. And then there is a um, link to some ukulele music. Uh, that you can listen to on a Disney Tunes playlist. So it's music from like the Tiki Room and Moana. So stuff that gets you into a Hawaiian frame of mind. Because where do most pineapples come from? Hawaii. Hawaii. And that's all from the Parks blog. Let's head over to Disneyland. You know, I just finished a Dole Whip. You did? Mm-hmm. Mm, was it good? Yeah, I got cherry and pineapple. Okay. Um, the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique cast members now have a new title. That's right. In an effort to be more gender neutral, the cast members at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique will now be called Fairy Godmothers Apprentices instead of Fairy Godmothers in Training. How that makes it general neutral or gender neutral, I I'm not sure. But uh, it's all part of exclusivity, not exclusivity. <laughs> that would be terrible. Uh, inclusivity um, and uh, diversity. So that will take place at Bippity Boppity Boutiques on both coasts, uh, as well as the cruise line, I'm assuming. Okay. We're done with the Disney Parks blog. We're going to go over to California. Um, At California Adventure, they had just brought back the red car trolley, but then it had some difficulties. That's right. It broke down, and it broke down for hours. So it did return on the 17th, 
And uh, then it broke down in the middle of the street and they, they had to work on it. So uh, I'm glad they took the time to, uh, Refurbish to, to get it, but- it up and running, <laughs> uh, but it didn't run that far. Apparently the trolley had a battery problem and was not charging properly at each of the stations. Uh, and then, you know, it just ran out of juice and died. Right. So I apologize. I thought that the Bippity Boppity Boutique story was uh, out of the Disney Parks blog and, and I said – that we were leaving the Disney Parks blog, so I apologize. I said that, but you did, I don't but know. I also said it, and you didn't hear. Oh, so shoot! Let's shoot, let's definitely go over to Disney World now. Okay, the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company is going to be closing for refurbishment um, ahead of the opening of Tron Light Cycle Run. That's right. The Tomorrowland Light and Power Company is going to temporarily close on August first, and it will reopen at a later date with an updated uh, look. Uh, if you're not aware, the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company is currently the exit gift shop for Space Mountain, and it will likely be updated to include elements from both Tron and Space Mountain uh, in the uh, exterior and interior refurbishment that will be underway. How do you get out of Space Mountain, then? Uh, it will probably just direct you right out the doors. Mm. You won't be able to go into the shop. In the old days, that shop used to be uh, the shop and the arcade, and right. it was probably the best arcade on property. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, the construction walls have been extended for the Center Street refurbishment. That's right. The refurbishment has moved closer uh, to Main Street USA. Uh, originally, it was only the backside of the street where it curves into the little cul-de-sac uh, was closed off. Uh, and now it is very close to the uh, crossing with um, with Main Street. So uh, they're just, you know, pulling up the bricks and, and replacing them. Right. I, th- I believe they're doing a new curb as well. Some pieces have been added to the entrance canopy of Tron Light Cycle Run, and progress is continuing on the railroad tunnel. Yeah, that's uh, that's the whole update. They dug a gigantic hole out there. Uh, no idea what is going on, but they are putting concrete walls uh, set up on the ground over near the main walkway. Uh, second walkway is being constructed underneath the first walkway, so it is going to meander up to that second story. Uh, so, you know, we, th- this is, they've used more con- uh, concrete in this project than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, right. All right. Over at Epcot, they have removed the old welcome to Epcot signs. That's right. They've, they're removing various signs from the main entrance at Epcot. Uh, and some of them are signs that featured the old 1980, I'm uh, sorry, 1990s logo to Epcot. Uh, and those were the welcome letters over by the ticketing booths. So they will probably be replacing them with new signs. All righty. Um, Atlas Fusion, Moroccan Music, and Belly Dancing has returned to Epcot. Um, they look like a fun act. That's right. They returned to the Morocco Pavilion. And, uh, you know, all part of the streetmosphere returning. And Cheryl and I mention every show that things are slowly getting back to normal. But you know what I realized after our last show? What? what has not yet returned? What? Mouse boat rentals. Oh, yeah, huh? You can still not rent uh, boats at the uh, various resort marinas. marinas. Yeah. Okay. That's some of my favorite one of I my know. favorite things to we do. We do love that. Yeah. All right. At Hollywood Studios, Jesse's Trading Post mural has been installed at Toy Story Mania. That's right. This is the uh, exit to Toy Story Mania just before the shop. And it is a new mural with Jesse on it. And it says Jesse's Trading Post. And it looks like it's uh, part of an old Jesse's Trading Post playset because it says that there are 22 pieces included. Giddy up, gallop in, and let the trading begin. Nice. And I think your favorite part of the box is the uh, cartoon bunny yes. that is on the box with her. I do love a bunny. So. I also like the cactus with a bow in its hair. <laughs> yes. 
Um, let's see, there is a first look at how to play the upcoming Batu Bounty Hunters Magic Plus game, Magic Band Plus game, which is at um, Hollywood Studios. That's right. We've mentioned this before that you're going to go to a game station over in the Black Spire Outpost and you will pick up jobs for the Batu Bounty Hunters Guild. Uh, and what you will do is the new Magic Band 2. Uh, essentially, it's a game of hot and cold. As you are getting closer oh. to your your bounty, mm-hmm. uh, your band will start to flash faster. If you go past where it is, the band will flash red, which indicates you need to turn around. And then there are 12 doors that are marked with the bounty hunter guide symbol. Uh, your job as the bounty hunter is just to locate your prey, but not actually uh, bring them in. So mm-hmm. you just have to figure out where they are. Uh, and when you get to the door... Uh, that uh, your prey might be behind, you scan the door, and your Magic Band Plus tells you if the person is behind that door. Gotcha. Uh, and then uh, then I don't know what you do after that. Nothing. But, you walk away. Yeah. You've got your bounty. Um, but it looks like it is a, a pretty involved game. It, you know, it's an electronic version of a scavenger hunt. Right. Is, is what it is. So um, We do love a scavenger hunt in our family. That will be coming soon. It's funny because the article mentions that Magic Band... Plus is not yet for sale, mm-hmm. um, but our neighbors who are going in September uh, just had their Magic Band Pluses arrive in the mail today. So, All right. What's going on in resort news? All right. Well, they just uh, finished refurbishing Victoria and Alberts. It's going to be opening on July 28th. Um, and there are some photos of what the refurbished uh, space looks like. Yeah. You know, it used to be a very elegant Victorian room. And it just doesn't give me that feeling anymore. It kind of, to me, looks like a wedding factory. It does look wedding-y. It's beautiful, though. It it's is. Ele- I mean, it's, it's still a elegant. nice space. I think it was the, the old one was a bit dated. Mm-hmm. This is, it's pretty. Yeah, this is uh, a new space that includes crystal and golden chandeliers. Uh, it's a mostly white interior with a blue floral carpet. It's just, it seems very sterile with all the white. Right. And I think it's one of the same issues that I have with uh, the pictures of the new atrium space, uh, the grand lobby on the wish mm-hmm. is it's just, it's very white and devoid of color. Right. So, uh, what do we have? Uh, we're going to jump right into entertainment news. What's going on. Um, there is a book called the graveyard book, which is becoming a movie for Disney. That's right. The graveyard book is a best-selling book by author Neil Gaiman. Um, and it is, it's kind of a modern take on the jungle book. Uh, so the story is about a young boy who is raised uh, not in the jungle, but in a graveyard. And instead of jungle characters, it's the undead mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Uh, this has been going uh, around uh, Hollywood. Uh, the book was originally produced in 2008, uh, and there have been various directors attached to this. Um, but it has now been attached to director uh, Mark Foster, uh, who did Quantum of Solace, which was a, a James Bond movie, World War Z, which was a Brad Pitt zombie movie. And he also did uh, Christopher Robin, which was a live action animation hybrid uh, in 2018. Uh, so the big news now is that it has a director um, and uh, we should see some work on this. Okay. Um, they have the release date for uh, Pixar's um, Lightyear coming to Disney+. Plus. That's right. Lightyear will be coming to Disney+, Plus on August 3rd. Awesome. You know what else is going to be coming to Disney+, Plus in August? No. The new Star Wars series, Andor. Okay. Uh, and there's a new commercial, a new, well, a new TV spot for it with new footage. 
And since we're speaking of Disney Plus, uh, let's talk about what is coming to Disney Plus in August. Oh boy, you know how I love this. That's right. We get uh, Lightyear on the third, as well as Marvel Studios Assembled: The Making of Ms. Marvel, uh, and we get the second episode of High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. Uh, because that starts the last week of January. Uh, August 5th is almost the month, I'm sorry, August is the month of sing-alongs on Disney+. Plus. Uh, on August 5th, we get The Lion King uh, and The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Both of those are sing-along versions. And then later in the month, uh, on August uh, 19th, we get Beauty and the Beast, both the animated and live-action version, sing-along versions of those movies, as well as the sing-along version of Tangled on August 19th. Uh, now, in addition to that, we get some new Marvel content in the new She-Hulk series, uh, and that debuts on August 17th. And uh, if you're a, a parent with young children, you should be familiar with the series Bluey, uh, which is well out of my realm now, uh, but Bluey Season 3 does debut on Disney Plus in August. And I know you'll be very excited that both Father of the Bride and Father of the Bride Part 2 are making their Disney Plus uh, debut. I do love Father of the Bride. So that is, uh, that's what's going on on Disney Plus. Okay. Now, this is an entertainment article, and uh, it's not necessarily a news story, but I thought it was interesting because it tracks some former Disney stars and how they perform uh, on Spotify. And I think you're going to be a little bit surprised by some of these. Uh, number 10, Shane Harper, who you may know as Spencer in Good Luck Charlie. His song, Like I Did, has 8.10 million streams on Spotify. Haley Kiyoko, who was on Wizards of Waverly Place and then played Stella in Lemonade Mouth. Her song, Girls Like Girls, has 117 million streams. Bridget Mendler from Good Luck Charlie uh, in the title role of Teddy Duncan. Her song, Ready or Not, 201 million streams. Dove Cameron from Liv and Maddie. Uh, her song, Boyfriend, 253 million streams. Nick Jonas, who's been on like everything. His song, Close, uh, 483 million streams. Sabrina Carpenter, who played the best friend Maya on Girl Meets World. Her song, On My Way, 483 million streams. Miley Cyrus is number four. Hmm. Her song, Party in the USA, 969 million streams. Demi Lovato from Sunny with a Chance, her song Sorry Not Story, uh, 1 billion streams. Selena Gomez from The Wizards of Waverly Place, her song Taki Taki, 1.3 billion streams. And the number one streaming song off of Spotify by a Disney alumnus is Olivia Rodrigo, Good For You, with 1.5 billion streams. And I think the interesting thing about that is that uh, Olivia Rodrigo is relatively new right. uh, to the Disney uh, family. So uh, there you go. I, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty interesting. It is. Yeah. Uh, what's going on over at Universal? All right. The lights, awnings, um, some neon, and more things have been removed from the Monsters Cafe and Shrek and Donkey meet and greet areas. Yeah. We know that the Monsters, uh, Classic Monsters Cafe closed in May, uh, and slowly they have been removing elements from there. Um, there are still some old-timey looking architectural elements on the Shrek and Donkey meet and greet, uh, but those are being disassembled. Uh, and same thing with the Classic Monsters Cafe. Uh, they're removing stuff piecemeal, um, so there seems to be less and less of that each day. Okay. Uh, the first Halloween Horror Night Scare Zone sets have been installed at Universal Studios Florida. Yeah, and this is, uh, this is just, you know, the Scare Zone setups. Um, and, uh, they're going to have what, 10 of them. 
Uh, there's some walls set up. They look like brick walls. There are signs to ask guests not to climb up there. Uh, we don't know what this scare zone is going to be, but it looks like uh, it's going to be part of a decrepit church. Okay. That seems scary. It does. That, that stuff is too scary for me. <laughs> All right. Um, and then one of our favorite types of reports, uh, the um, injury report is out for the period of time from April to June. That's right. Walt Disney and Universal Orlando Resorts reported 18 incidents uh, on attractions from April to June of 2022. Uh, and uh, some of them included... Uh, let's see, there were two seizures at Walt Disney World, both at Hollywood Studios. One was a 23-year-old man on board Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and one was a 47-year-old woman on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris had three incidents, a 57-year-old woman with breathing issues and numbness in her face, uh, and then two incidences uh, where people felt dizzy and weak, a 70-year-old woman and a 44-year-old man. Uh, Disney World, uh, uh, I'm sorry, in Magic Kingdom, a guest had chest pains on Jungle Cruise. Uh, someone had stroke-like symptoms aboard Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. There were abdominal, uh, abdominal and back pain on Pirates of the Caribbean. A cardiac event aboard Living with the Land. Oh, my goodness. I know so that, exciting. I know that is exciting, but I did not know it could create a cardiac <sighs> event. Uh, there were faintness. There was faintness aboard Star Tours and motion sickness and loss of consciousness on Avatar Flight of Passage. Um, over at uh, Universal, let's see what their injuries were. Uh, a woman floating through the uh, Fearless River, which is a lazy river. Uh, a 30-year-old woman passed out. Uh, a 78-year-old woman hurt her elbow at the brief <laughs> play area in Volcano Bay. And then a 25-year-old woman injured her knee on the Simpsons ride, and a 37-year-old woman experienced a seizure on the Storm Force Acelatron, and a 33-year-old woman had head pain on the Carasusal. All right. So that is what's happening. There were actually no incidents reports um, at SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, or Legoland. Okay. So that's, uh, that's where all the safety is if you're going to the parks. All right, so that is it. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Beep, beep.